We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. This year marks the 78th U.S. Women's Open, and it's a historic first for the United States Golf Association. The championship this week is the first time the world's best female players are showcasing their talents at Pebble Beach Golf Links. And the number of entrants vying for a spot in the field has been record-breaking. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Somera, and this is Bay Current. My colleague, KCBS Radio Sports reporter Stephen Lankford, got the chance to speak with icons Brandi Chastain and Michelle Wee West about their careers and this year's championship. With Pebble Beach hosting the U.S. Women's Open for the first time ever this weekend, there is one simple goal— grow the game. Now in 2023, there are still steps to be taken as professional female athletes strive for gender equality within their respective sports. Now, progress has certainly been made after winning back-to-back Women's World Cups and dominating the sport of soccer. The USWNT's fight to earn equal pay to that of the men's team, that battle was won last year. Now, the women's team has won significantly more titles. They've had four World Cup wins, while the men's team has had a grand total of zero. Now, the House of Representatives passed a bill that ensured equal compensation for U.S. women competing in international events. So not just international soccer, but the Olympics and the Paralympics included. The U.S. women's national team looking to become the first team ever to win three consecutive women's titles in New Zealand later in July. But within domestic leagues, there is still a massive pay gap. Now, there's no one way to fix it, and it won't happen overnight. But a reduction within that pay gap starts with media coverage and, in turn, growth in popularity. For example, the Women's Final Four in college basketball and the WNBA Finals celebrated record viewership numbers. That's as far as television ratings. And so did college softball. That's where it starts to elevate women's golf. That's why this is a monumental weekend. 1951. Yes, 72 years ago. That was the last time Pebble Beach held an LPGA event, but from Thursday, July 6th through July 9th, it will host the U.S. Women's Open, the most prestigious of the majors in women's golf, held at what's arguably the most recognizable, the most iconic course in California. And this continues the run in women's golf. They're getting a chance to play at storied venues that have only hosted men's tournaments. The Women's British Open in 2022 was held at Muirfield in Scotland for the first time. 
Women weren't even allowed to be members there until 2017. Next year's Solheim Cup, which is their team event between the U.S. and Europe, it will be played at Robert Trent Jones Golf Club for the first time. It's a private course that's hosted a record four President's Cups for the men, and it's the same style tournament. Future U.S. Women's Open sites include Oakmont in Pennsylvania, Oakland Hills in Michigan, the Riviera in Southern California, and Marion outside of Philadelphia. All have hosted men's majors, all fabled courses. Now, Pebble Beach also set to host multiple women's events in the future. So there is progress in that regard. Now, I will have more on the firsts of this weekend later. But ahead of this milestone weekend, the U.S. Golf Association held a day for the media with some getting the chance to play the course themselves. And the excitement was palpable. You could feel it when at this event. Now, I was dealing with a shoulder injury myself. I personally couldn't play any golf that day. And with how tough the course is, Probably a good thing for my confidence, but luckily I could still hold a microphone and I was fortunate to speak at the event with Brandy Chastain, a Bay Area native turned sports icon. She scored the game winning goal for the U.S. against China in 1999. That was in the Women's World Cup final, an iconic image. And she's one of the founders of Bay FC. That's the Bay Area's expansion team in the National Women's Soccer League, and they will begin play next year. Now, she's one of the leading figures and advocates within women's sports, and she spoke on its evolution since that goal in 1999. I, I think we can't talk about women's sports if if we don't go back to, I would say, pre-Title IX. You know, women were playing sports then and not being recognized and being told that they shouldn't be playing or it wasn't for them but they persisted and they persevered and they had grit and determination all the things that we know that we want our kids to have so they can have successful happy lives and really i think the gift of sport um, had been really only supported on one half of the population and so as we as we progressed in uh, 1972 and the enactment of title nine even though compliance wasn't by all and it took probably a, a decade or two, probably two and a half, for people to really get compliant with the significance of the actual law, we see now the impact. We look at the women who will be playing here at Pebble Beach. We look at the, the basketball that you were talking about, the NCAA basketball. We talk about the, the Women's World Cup teams. We, we look at the, just the landscape of all collegiate sports. And we know that it belongs to everybody. And so I think the evolution, you know, it, it wasn't a, a journey that was a straight line. And I think to, to that, I believe that's what makes it so beautiful. You know, it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't um, just a straight ascension. It, it was a lot of people doing a lot of work, uh, unseen, no, no big grandstands, with, you know, with a lot of clapping, but they were diligent and they put their head down and they said, it should and it must happen because of the significance of what it does for the human spirit and and how that can impact communities and really change the world. And so that, to me, changing the world is really the significant evolution of women in sports. Remember how I said it's a major of firsts at the U.S. Women's Open? Well, yes, it's the first time held at Pebble Beach, but it will be the first time ever the U.S. Golf Association accepted over 2,000 entries. That's over 200 more than the previous record and another first. They'll use digital technology through an app and on their website called ShotCast 
This allows fans to follow every golfer shot for shot. It tracks everything, the data on their swing, the trails on their shot, the view of the green. It's a way for fans to interact like never before. And maybe the most important, this goes back to the media coverage. The first time ever, a women's golf major will be televised in network primetime hours. That will be on the Saturday and Sunday on NBC. Now, when I spoke to Brandy Chastain, this was just after she was a part of a panel that included Christy Yamaguchi. They spoke about breaking down barriers within women's sports. Yamaguchi, for example, the first Asian American to ever win gold for skating at the Olympic Games. She paved the way for other Asian Americans to compete in the Olympic Games. She spoke on the potential impact of this weekend. But when it was Brandy Chastain's turn, she started to tear up when speaking about how she grew to love sports. It was simply watching on television with her family. So I asked her to expand on that and what it could mean. So for little girls, for teenagers, for young women to get the opportunity to create memories in watching women's golf in prime time. When you see something that you, you, you haven't had the luxury of seeing, it starts your brain thinking in creative ways to what could be and that it doesn't have to look the way that it always has. And that's a good thing. And so I, I believe that portion of Pebble Beach, uh, this beautiful golf course, the fans that will come to see, the, the people who will get to witness it on television in prime time for the first time, it, it, will, it will change the, the, the impact of women's golf, but in women's sports, and I think then all of sport. Now, it's a weekend of firsts, but also a very specific last. It's the last ever tournament for Michelle Wee West. Her name was just Michelle Wee when she burst onto the golf scene, a child prodigy. She was winning amateur tournaments in her home state of Hawaii at the age of 11, beating golfers nearly twice her age, eventually turning pro just before her 16th birthday. Now, her career didn't exactly pan out as many thought it would back then. She didn't win her first major until she was 25 at the U.S. Women's Open in 2014, but she was still a household name at a time when it was needed. In women's golf, she announced after the U.S. Women's Open in 2022 that this tournament this weekend at Pebble Beach would be her final in professional golf. Um, you know, when I made the announcement last year, you know, it still was like, oh, I'm transitioning out. But I have Pebble. Um, now I don't have anything in the foreseeable future. So it's definitely uh, um, an emotional week for me. Um, you know, I just realized that everything I'm doing, I'm doing for the last time. Um, you know, the putting drills that I'm doing, you best believe I'm not going to do another putting drill for the rest of my life <laughs> if I don't need to. Um, so all this stuff, you know, I'm doing for the last time, the last practice rounds, getting the lines, writing in my yardage book. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. Um, I feel incredibly blessed. It's been doing a lot of reflecting um, and incredibly blessed for the, the journey that I have and the family that I've built. Um, and um, it's just a, it's a really cool week to be here. Now, she was ineligible to play for the Stanford golf team, even though she went to school there because she was professional. But it will be a passing of the torch, so to speak, from one Stanford alum to another. And that's college phenom turned pro Ro Zhang. She turned professional as soon as she became the first female golfer to ever win two NCAA individual titles. And from there, she became an overnight sensation. She took top honors in her tour debut and finished eighth in her first ever major. That was the Women's PGA Championship. 
She's been one of the most talked about players heading into this U.S. Open and is at the forefront of this youth movement in golf. Ronin Lin was the women's PGA champion. She's just 20 years old, and she's part of the top 10 players in the world where only one is older than 28. So the sport is in good hands as far as players and their future, but as far as the pay gap, still a ways to go. The prize money from the men's U.S. Open was double to that of this year's women's U.S. Open. Now, the first step, get as many eyes on the sport as possible and then go from there. So when it's all said and done, this weekend could prove to be one that's groundbreaking in the sport. This episode was written and produced by KCBS Radio's Stephen Lankford. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.